Every year, Persephone leaves me comfort and stability to go underground, to go inside her darkness. But she always rises. And so will you. Welcome to the Persephone is Rising podcast. I am your host, Shannon, and I'm super grateful for your presence. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening again. Today on the podcast, I want to talk about the hashtag MeToo, and I want to contribute to that growing collection of stories because I think that most, if not all women, have some kind of story or stories to share about their experiences. I started to develop pretty early, I guess, around 14, 13, 14, and by the time I was 15, I had already caught a grown man staring at my chest, and this man was a married man with kids. I was holding his child in my arms, talking to him, and he came over and looked at his son and and said, who's this? who is this? And with a little bit of baby talk and I was looking at his child smiling and I turned to look at his face and his eyes were looking and his head was at chest level. So his eyes were looking directly at my chest. That made me feel extremely uncomfortable around him from that point forward. Boys in my class would tease me about having a large chest and ask me to unbutton my shirt so that they could see. This was really confusing to me because my body was developing faster than my mind. I was confused. I was scared. I didn't understand this attention. It it made me uncomfortable, basically. When I was about 13, I started a relationship with a boy of 16. I was forbidden to date him, but I didn't listen. He pressured me, but I made the choice to to date him, to continue to hang around him. When I was 14, we used to spend the summers sleeping in each other's tents because everybody had a tent at the campsite. So we would all, you know, kind of just like rotate and stuff. And one particular night in one tent, we invited the boys to come in and hang out with us. And as soon as my boyfriend came in, he started to, you know, kiss me and get close to me. All I remember is we were at this point in one corner of a pretty big tent and my friends were seemingly asleep and we were kissing. He was kissing me very aggressively and touching me all over, running his hands along my body. And I kept pushing him away and telling him to stop. But I think that I was not loud enough. He was in some kind of daze. At one point, I just kind of froze and didn't say or do anything. I just remember kind of lying there thinking, I don't understand what's happening. He's not listening to me. I It, it felt kind of surreal. I started crying, and that's when he stopped. And at this point, my bra was up, my chest was exposed. He told me that if I 
wouldn't have started crying, he would have never have stopped. So that kind of struck me because I realized that I, I could have been raped by my own boyfriend. I found out the next day that my friends were awake. They were pretending to be asleep because they were scared. They didn't know what to do. So after this experience, I kind of pushed it to the back of my head. I don't know why. I remember being really focused on my first kiss because that was my first kiss and I was excited about it. I continued to date this boy and he was just, I won't say a typical teenage boy because that kind of behavior is not acceptable for anybody, let alone a teenage boy. Uh, it was worse. He was abusive emotionally and verbally. He would call me names, make fun of my weight make fun of me and he tried to convince me to do more physical things by telling me that the other girls in our group and our friend circle did these things and how much they enjoyed them. I felt very pressured but I didn't give in to anything else after that. I didn't let him touch me ever again but we still continued to date and I found out at a later point that he actually did the same thing to three of my friends. I had a hard time approaching guys after that. I had a hard time being around them. I felt like a child, like a little girl. My first experiences after this were traumatic for me. My first experience with a boy after this was when I was 17 and in high school. And it was scary for me even being touched or kissed by a guy. So. I would start crying and I wouldn't go any further than that. Sometime in my 20s, I, I guess I started to figure out that I had more power than I realized, but I wasn't really knowledgeable about that power. I confused love and sex. I often accepted inappropriate behavior because I just, I didn't know better. I, I wasn't able to speak up for myself. I accepted it because I was spoken to like that before. And I used sex as therapy. I used it as a drug to heal myself, to help distract me from other things that I was feeling basically as a numbing agent, I think. I, you know, and I, like I said, I, I took emotional and mental abuse because of what I had gone through. The first time I asserted my strength and power when it came to a male, I think, was when I was working in a warehouse and I was in my early 20s. And there was this guy that used to flirt with me a lot. He was pretty cute, so I would flirt with him too. And one day he gave me a hug and he kind of just squeezed my hand and said, you'd be perfect if you just lost a little bit of weight. And I took my hand away and I was like, actually, I already am perfect. I was indignant because in my head, I thought, who the hell are you? You don't even know me. You're telling me how I would be perfect. It kind of just really struck me. I was shocked at my reaction, more shocked than what he had said, because I don't think I'd ever spoken up for myself like that before. In that kind of situation so I was I was proud of myself I was angry and um, I think that's when I started to really speak up for myself and I would ask men sometimes I would close my eyes you know flirting with guys 
hanging out or whatever, and I would close my eyes and I'd say, oh, what color are my eyes? I would test them. Uh, I started to, to learn about my own pleasure and learn that I could speak up for myself, that all those things that this guy said to me when I was a kid, that all the shitty things that anyone has ever said to me are not true. So I started to speak up for myself a little more. I built my confidence and I'm still building my confidence. I have met way too many women who have been victimized, sexually assaulted. Some kind of horrible thing happened to them by men, by other women. There have been too many women who have been objectified or uh, unnecessarily sexualized. Too many women who have felt uncomfortable or scared. And too many women who have had to fight for their safety or even their life. Too fucking many. I have the right to be sexual if I want. It's about me. It's not about how someone else sees me. If I'm being sexual, it's for my benefit. I have the right to not be sexualized. I have the right to safety and comfort. I have the right to walk down the street without being leered or whistled at. I have the right to say no at any time. I have the right to decide what happens with my own body. I have the right to wear what I want without inviting unwanted attention. Those rights, all of those rights, transcend government or law. These are innate human rights that already belong to me, no matter what anyone says or does. I have the right to anything that any man has the right to. That being said, I want to say thank you to the good men, to the men who have stood behind women, who have stood beside women, the men who have done the right thing, who have taught their sons, who are teaching their sons how to be real men. I want to say that not all men are abusive, horrible creatures, and that some women are horrible, abusive creatures. Men are not the enemy and neither are their penises. The enemy any man who thinks that he is more than, has power over, has the right to, without consent over any woman. There is no more veil to hide behind, as we can see with all the things that are happening in the world, with all the people that are coming forward with their stories. The light is bright. Recognize and reform. You've been warned, men and shitty women. The times are changing now. It's about respect. And it's about time. And that's why I'm standing up and sharing my story. Me too. Me too. Let's end this era.